0: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are here and I want to welcome you to episode 4 of SCAR. And SCAR stands for Seeking Courage and Redemption with Dustin Rivenbart. And the intent of this podcast, kind of the the why we're here, so to speak, is is to work out our trials and our hardships in such a way that we can see God's glory and begin to unfold His plan for our lives a lot of times in life i'm and I'm sitting here right now uh, live not live for you but but live for me from Panama City and i'm I'm sitting inside the hotel room and I'm looking out at at the at the vast ocean and the beach and and the sun and it's it's just beautiful and it's in these times that you can feel so big and yet feel so small and it's these times that you can find your zen and your your quiet time and and kind of the feel of the flow. But there's also those other times in life that that you don't feel that way. That you that you feel under fire. That you feel under attack. It, and we call these trials. We call them tribulations. Uh, we call them hardships. Kind of kind of the hard things that happen to us in life. And we don't necessarily understand why, or we don't see God's plan in it, and we don't see a way through it. I hope that makes sense. And you may be wondering right now, listening to this, kind of, what does this have to do with me? Like, why do I need to listen to Scar? and i just say we all need to seek courage and redemption from a lifestyle of 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 repentance bad choices uh, all of that type of all of that type of stuff see we all have issues plain and simple we all have stuff whether whether big or small it's there it could be work related it could be it could be a client that has suddenly decided to go and be with someone else. Uh, it could be a a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, a wife, uh, parental. Man, this could be so many different things. It could be uh, uh, family-related. Whatever the case is, we all have stuff, and this stuff can accumulate. It can cloud our minds. It can it can change the trajectory or the path of our life. I wanna share a story with you. The other day I was watching uh, a TV show and it was about a guy who survived a plane crash. And this guy was thousands of feet in the air in his, in his small little plane. And he tried to make a command to the plane and give it uh, uh, some sort of command. I forget what he was trying to do, but the plane just suddenly stopped. It just suddenly quit. The plane started to dive, and uh, and and he started praying, and he crashed the plane, and people showed up, and uh, expecting, you know, fatality and, and all of this stuff, and, and the plane was on fire, and this guy was pretty much just walking out of the flames. Now, he was burnt really, really bad, okay? He had to have skin grafts. He had to have all of this kind of stuff done, and it was a horrible thing, but he survived. And... And not only that, he almost made a full recovery. Yes, there were scars and wounds, but he was able to do things that, that he could do before the crash and, and, and live and be with his family. And he was asked during that interview, he said, what was the final moments before that plane crash? What was that like? He said it was prayerful. He said, listen, he said, trust God before the fire. Man, and that just resonated with me. And that just, that stuck in my spirit that that we are to have a foundation so that when those times come, I'm not saying you can survive a plane crash or any of that. I'm just saying that if we trust God before the fire, man, it just makes those hardships even easier to navigate. I didn't say easy. I said easier. And it makes your ability to trust God even stronger, even more powerful, to be able to have a firm foundation. See, your foundation determines your possibility. Your foundation Determines the stability of the whole house and I'm talking about your internal Fortitude your ability to make it through See a lot of your famous Olympians a lot of your famous actors magicians Musicians a lot of your famous writers and um, even, even preachers, even CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, you're people who make it, okay? You're, you're people who make it have spent thousands upon thousands of hours and learning their trade and learning their knowledge of what it is that they do. And we call this deliberate practicing. Now, when is the last time that you have practiced anything, much less deliberate practice? Now, what do I mean by deliberate practicing? This is what... This is what all the greats do that, that want to get better, whether they want that next big promotion, whether they, they want that, that next big bump. They, they deliberately practice their task, right? All right. Now think about this. All right. If I want to work out and I want to get stronger, If I go into the gym and I just go grab some weights and I stick weights on the end of the bar, man, and I just throw them around up and down this way and that way, am I going to develop that strength or that power or that shape in my body that I'm looking for? Chances are probably not. All right. But if i if i take pen and pad and paper let's say that i that i go into the gym and i pick four or five days a week that i'm going to deliberately practice for x amount of time i'm going to write down my reps I'm going to uh, write down the different exercises that I do. I'm going to get me a split body program, meaning one body part at a time. And I'm going to write down the weights that I use today. Tomorrow, I'm going to try to bump it up by, by, or the next week, try to bump it up by either one rep or, or by five pounds. And I take that week in, week out week in, week out, and I deliberately practice that task of growing and developing and shaping, chances are I'm going to get better. Now, you just take that one principle and apply it to uh, your problems. Maybe maybe your issues that you have at your current job or in your current family or in your current situation, all right? Learn to see a solution. I've got to get better at this as well. Now, let's say that we are in a certain situation and we see that in order to get this big promotion, I need to do X factor. Now, if I just go day in and day out hoping that Time on the job, right? Just hoping that, that, that the number of, day, of days I spent there is good enough. There's a huge difference in five years of experience. In five consecutive years of one-year experience. There's a huge difference. Do you see what I'm saying? Actually gaining your experience level from subpar to par to, uh, to, to leader to expert and so on, all of that, all of that goes into deliberate practice. Let's say you're having problems in your marriage and and your relationships. I've been there, guys. It took deliberate practice. It took waking up in the mornings, realizing that I could either go about the way I've been doing life... Okay, And we can continue to argue, we can continue to struggle, we can continue to fight with all of these same things, or I can start today and try to make an effort to clean up my clothes on the floor, start to make an effort of picking up behind me, start to make an effort, uh, lower the toilet seat, guys. You know what I'm saying? Just these small little things to start to improve the marriage can speak volumes, guys. Your circumstances, the, the, the stuff that you see caving in around you. Maybe you were born into a situation that you don't know what else to do, but continue to just survive because it wasn't taught to you. These principles of looking for this and looking for that and personal, uh, deliberate practice and personal growth. Maybe these things weren't taught to you, but, but maybe they sound appealing. And you just want to, you want to get out. You don't, you want to stop just surviving and you want to start thriving or at least doing well. I want to encourage you right now to jump into the preparation phase. Now, last week when we had my wife, Amy, we talked about three different battle principles that, that we really didn't uncover too much. And that's because I want to leave room in this podcast for plenty of, uh, of, of I want us to take our time, but leave room for plenty of growth tools and all of that to kind of sink in. But the first one, bat, battle principle that we talked about with my wife, Amy, and it's the, the phase that we all find ourselves in at some point or another, and we're always in some form of this battle principle is preparation. Now, I talked about that plane crash and he said, believe in God, believe God before the fire happens. The only way to do that, ladies and gentlemen, is to have a foundation that has trained your mind, that has trained your body, that has allowed you to experience his goodness and his truth. You have to have that foundation to believe in God before the fire happens. And all of that, just like when I used to be offshore on drilling rigs and all of that kind of stuff, um, we would have fire drills every week, sometimes twice a week. We had them all the time. It drove us crazy. But when you look at a situation like The Horizon, you remember the movie Horizon, Mark Wahlberg? Well, there really was a rig explosion that that movie was based on. So many survivors made it out of that rig explosion. Minimal lives were lost. 11 good men we lost. Due to an expert level of training. Deliberate practice now this preparation phase is very different for very different people sometimes you're trying to overcome a lifetime of abuse guys now this is not an easy task this preparation phase is going to take a little more work this is going to take maybe counseling guys it may take medication I mean, it could take a lifetime to overcome a lifetime of abuse. Maybe it's a drug addiction. Maybe this is going to take rehab. Maybe this is going to take an intervention. All of those different type things. Maybe you're going to have to do an intervention on a loved one. Maybe you're in the preparation phase of your father about to pass away. Maybe, maybe you're in the preparation phase of that next big promotion. Maybe you're about to be laid off. Maybe your industry is collapsing and you don't know the next step. You have to enter the preparation phase. What you do deliberately through this preparation phase determines the outcome of what happens through your life and in your life during that fire. Guys, the principle behind this is huge. We should be doing day in and day out, daily, deliberate preparation. If, if I want to get better this year, we're at a brand new year. This is, this is January 2nd. We, we've got 365, 364 days now of opportunities Great opportunities to stand up and stand for something. But let's say that my word for this year is organization. Maybe yours is hungry. Maybe you need to get hungry for your job. Maybe you need to get hungry, literally hungry, and start working out and get in shape and all of that stuff. Maybe it's, maybe it's uh, steady. Maybe your word is steady. You just need to be steady on something. Maybe whatever it is. Let's say for organization, we need to be studying different ways to organize. How How do the greats do it? How do the leaders that lead organizational principles? How do they say works for them? Okay? Maybe my personality doesn't match theirs. And I could, they get so bogged down in the organizational details that I lose focus, right? And it's too hard for me. I don't want to do it that way. But maybe I can apply one or two of those principles throughout this year, and I can find a system that works for me. Again, deliberate practice. Maybe you need to get hungry about your job. Maybe you were hoping that that you would find your calling. But I want to tell you something. Calling is simply this, where God has placed you for impact and you are thankful through obedience. I'll say it again. Where God has placed you for impact and you are thankful through Obedience. Guys, I don't care whether you're the janitor or the CEO, your job can have impact. I want to encourage you to get a mission statement for your life. This is what I want my life to stand for. This is what I want my life to mean. I'll give you mine. I want to help people overcome life's obstacles by becoming the very best version of themselves. End of story. That's what I want. I want my job to point to that. I want my life to point to that. I want my marriage to point to that. The way I raise my kids to point to that. And I want to do this through a foundation of growing in my relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, now that I know that, I can begin to take my current job and I can begin to tweak it to living out my legacy and I can begin to work within my job. Let's say that I'm a janitor, okay? Let's say that I'm a janitor at local high school or better yet, let's take, I don't know, Walmart. Do they have janitors? Let's take a a janitor of um, some big company. Now, if I can start making small steps to caring for the people. Let's say I set my mission statement to help people overcome life's obstacles and become better versions of themselves. Now, that sounds like a big task for a janitor. You may not feel like your life is leading towards that task. But let's say, just hypothetically, just walk with me for a minute. Let's say that I can tweak a little of this, a little of that, I can start incorporating, maybe I speak to this guy on Monday, maybe I speak to this lady on Thursday, I tell him about God's goodness or or I tell him or I see somebody with a frown and I just give him an uplifting word. Maybe I'm intentional. Maybe I start becoming intentional with the way that I clean the bathrooms. I know it sounds funny, guys, but maybe I come in contact with people each and every day that that I can make a huge impact with. And chances are, I can really start to affect the people that work around me and make their day better and they go into the office and make bigger decisions based on an uplifting experience that I just had with them in the hallway, guys. Do you know how huge that can be? Now, let's say that we we take that principle home with us. Let's say that I would like to grow in intimacy, grow in my relationship with my wife. Now, if I go home and I immediately come in the door, kick the shoes off, get on the couch, grab the remote, (coughs) grab my water, whatever, you grab a beer, whatever, you, you, you sit down and you flip that TV on and you tune out everybody else in the house, you ask what's for dinner, you go in there, you eat, you get a shower, you go to bed, chances are your relationship, your growth, all of that is not going to change very much, is it? But Let's say you made a plan right now that you're going to go back inside or you're going to take these headphones out or you're going to stop listening to this podcast when you get done and you're going to go inside and you're just going to tell your wife or your husband, I love you. How can I help with dinner tonight? How could I help you more around the house? Maybe maybe it's a honeydew do list. Maybe you already have one that you need to get started on. I know you're tired. I know that work is a lot. I know there's a lot going on. But guys, you have to understand your family comes first. This is a principle that I struggle with, that I've got to get better at. And I've got to wrap my minds. We have to wrap our minds around this principle, guys. Uh, I, there's a show that I love, <clears throat> And uh, the guys, the head guy, it's it's a hospital. Um, I, I'm drawing a blank on what the name of the show is right now. But but I love it. His the the head of the hospital. His name is Max, and his motto, his thing that he always says, New Amsterdam. That's the name of it. That's not what he says. That's the name of it. His thing that he always says on the show, New Amsterdam, is how can I help. Man, do you know the implications and the power of that words, those words alone? How can I help? You're at the office. You see um, you see an employee or a colleague that is struggling. You see somebody up under you that is struggling. Rather than piling more folders on his desk, more work, more stuff that makes you look better. What if you leaned down and said, How can I help? Man, what if you leaned over to your equal counterpart and said, hey, I see you're taking on a load. How can I help you get better? This, guys, all of these deliberate and intentional practices will do nothing but increase and make us better. They'll make us better leaders, better employees, better husbands, wives, sons, daughters, all of that. Learning to prepare to be intentional, being in that preparation phase is going to be so important that you recognize you are not just going through the motions, you are preparing for the fire because here's the deal, guys, the trials are going to come, the hardships the hard things in life, the stuff, the girth, the the ooh wee, all of that is going to come. In those moments, you want to be able to wipe the sweat off your brow and enter a flow. A flow A season of you know what to do and you act on that and you make it through that hardship and you come out and you talk about it and you help other people going through theirs. But the only way to enter a flow when you are in the fire and not just enter complete disaster and hopelessness is deliberate practice during the preparation phase. Man. I mean, guys, that's it like like those principles right there are monstrous. Hearing what Amy talked about with the loss of Callie Grace and and going back and reverting ourselves to that to that to that plane crash incident. Looking at all of that. Can you imagine uh, losing Callie Grace was traumatizing enough? A plane crash is traumatizing enough. Now imagine it doing it with no faith. Oh my goodness, imagine going through the loss of your baby with no faith, no belief in God. How traumatizing is that? Imagine losing your job and having all of this stuff on you, all these monkeys on your back, and you have no faith. Wow, I want to encourage you with this from Philippians 3, verse 13b, forgetting what is behind and reaching forward to what is ahead. And in verse 14, I pursue as my goal, the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Jesus Christ. Guys, these are this is this is absolutely huge. This is this is absolutely monumental that we begin to understand these principles. Forgetting what is behind and and looking forward to what is ahead, I pursue my goal. The prize, promise, by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. Guys, before we get off right here, I want to say just, I want to say a little prayer for you. Maybe you're going through something right now. Maybe things are going really well for you in your life. Maybe you're going through something that's a bit of a struggle and you don't know what phase you're in. We're going to uncover these more as we go, but right now for the preparation phase for the next season of your life. This is your preparation phase right now for the next season of your life. Let's be deliberate. Let's be intentional and let's love other people. Let's pray. Father, I just want to lift up each and every person that listens to this podcast. I want them to be encouraged. I want them to move forward with a bold confidence, a bold expectation in this life that you are the author of all that is good and you have a plan and a purpose for their life. And I want them to stand on those purposes. I want them to stand on those principles. I want them to have a mission statement, God. Give them a statement for their lives that they can point towards. Give them a goal. Let them reach for the sky. Let them aim. But make sure... That you are their internal compass that they're aiming towards. Keep them centered. Keep them focused. Keep them straight. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, guys, if you have not subscribed to this podcast, please do so now. And please share this with your friends. Share it, post it, talk about it. I don't care what you got to do. Get them to this because we got some stuff coming and they need to hear it. People need to hear this. I love you. We are signing off. Scar with Dustin Rivenbark. We will see you in the next couple of days.